Auto Parts. Stop by and talk to our professional parts people today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Shame on us. We talk about the greatest coaches in all sports. Every time we have these type of conversations, Gino Ariema's name is not mentioned. 14 straight Final Fours. Six perfect seasons and won 11 national championships. The dominance is John Wooden-like. GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Is this the play of the game for you? It is for me. Missed the free throw. There's Herb Jones over the offensive rebound. Now Ingram drives an open shot. Have thump. Have mercy. Get out of the way. Two-hand flush, Brandon Ingram. I didn't even give the Pels the lead. It was 11-12 the score. San Antonio came out, of course, hot, making threes, some phantom calls, things of that nature. Pels overcame it, though, when the play-in game for the right to face the Clippers for the eighth seed. 113-103 to final. Pelicans getting a ton of contributions. Led by CJ McCollum's 32 points. Brandon Ingram at 27. Jose Valanciunas, Jose, Jonas Valanciunas 22. Herb Jones 12. And man, Alvarado had 12, Jose. And it was just awesome. I, I've been saying for two hours, it felt like a win on more than one front. It felt like a win for the city. And I keep using the analogy of perhaps, you know, it's like maybe the start of that that relationship, the one, right? You never know. But I felt like the Pels have been asking for our number for a while. And I thought yesterday that sold-out crowd said, all right, fine, we'll go on that date that you keep bugging me for. And I think that performance is going to make a lot of people go, all right, let's do this again. This is fun. I like this. I love the comments afterwards from C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Jose Valanciunas, Herb Jones and Willie Green. I'm going to play a ton of them because I think they matter. They specifically speak about the connection to the city, what the fans mean, and that they feel that this is just the start of something to come. I hope tomorrow night they win, and then that right, we'll move on to facing the Phoenix Suns, the number one seed. I don't know what will happen, but in 2006, I keep using an analogy when it comes to the, the, the Saints, it was fun. It was organic. All of a sudden, like, who is this guy, Drew Brees, and this Colston dude? And they just, they, they play different. And, and it got people excited and couldn't wait for next season. And I think that's what the Pels have accomplished. 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, Mr. Scott joins us here on the line. Scott, how are you today, sir? What's up, my friend? How are you? I am doing fantastic. I, I'm... I'm glad you're feeling better. You were a little nervous during the game. and I, Did you turn the game back on? You text me that the referees were upsetting you. Then I responded, yeah. the Pels on an 11-2 run. <laughs> Don't turn the TV back on. <laughs> so did you watch I, the yeah. rest of the game? <laughs> I only turned it off for a minute because I get really frustrated with mm-hmm. referees. I am well-known or not liking referees. And some of the calls I saw made that night. You know, y'all are talking about Ingram's dunk. I really think the turning point of the game was that foul, the offensive foul that they called on Ingram. And everyone was lit up. I mean, everyone, (laughs) including Willie Green. And 
I was absolutely blown away by that call. And I think after that, the Spurs made a run. What it did was the, the Pelicans were up by 10. Mm-hmm. They to go up by 12 or 13. And the referees had to get involved. And then the Spurs made two quick threes. And then after that, it was over. And I just think the referees turned it around for the Pelicans because that's what they just thought. Man, we're going to have to play them too. Right. It's us against the world. And they turned it around. And the next thing I know, they were up by, what, 17? I mean, it was it was just so much fun to watch. And But I, I do get frustrated with the referees. And, you know, fortunately, I wasn't there and I could turn it off for a minute. <sighs> you know, it's it just, you. I, you. I know you feel the same way. Oh. I just don't understand how they can fix these calls. I, I could I, understand it, if it was, you know, guys that have been in the league and quote-unquote have earned that respect and stuff. What, what was frustrating to me, Scott, was the beginning of that game, Trey Murphy drives the left baseline, you know, hangs in the air like Jordan, and then, you know, lays it in. That's a foul. That That's a foul. I, I, I understand the guy's arms are straight up. That's a foul. Later on in the game, it happens again. They keep doing it over and over again. There were three instances in that first quarter. They are bodying up. Ingram, McCollum is hanging in the air doing that. That's a foul. Literally, right after that, right. Um, who was it? Was it Jonas? There was somebody. Somebody, some pelican, literally had his arms straight up. I think it was Najee. Somebody had his arms straight up. Same thing. The Spurs players are doing defensive foul. Yeah, it, it same thing. Just amazing. Is it, it is amazing. <laughs> I mean, is it the Popovich effect? I, I don't know, but I, I just you know, I mean, it, I, I, I anyway. Look, it, it's the interesting thing because Popovich at the end of the game said that he criticized this team for not being physical enough. So you know, maybe I guess if that's you know, you tell the referees this is my style, this is how we play, that that's what what they expect, but. You know, call it either way, man. But so you gave me your moment that that where it turned around. Do you feel that swell? I mean, obviously, look, you know, over whether it's at Katie's or the um, you know, the deli as well, man. I, there used to be a time, you know, where you would sit there and be, hey, can you put the Pell's game on and stuff like that, which is crazy to think, right? But that's reality. What it was? Do you feel a swell? Growing uh, of fans, making sh- whether it's watch parties, whether it's hey, I want to go sit at the bar and, and watch the game. Can can you make sure that game is on? Do you see that more? Absolutely, and and I said it to you last night. I just wish we would have seen this in January because we could see you and I talk. We could see this team coming together, and they were so much fun to watch. And we need fans to support this team whether they have a winning record or not they are fighting they are playing hard they are fun to watch they're like a really tight-knit college team and it's just so much fun to watch and to think that we may be getting Zion back at some point and there's no telling what this team could be this could be the Milwaukee Bucks of last year yeah. You know, and now for that matter, but they could very easily be. And Willie Green is just the man for the job. He's been such a great injection of excitement into this franchise, and it's just so much fun to watch. And yeah, I mean, people are catching on now. I just wish it would have happened four months ago. When yeah. you know, not that it matters because the Pelicans still win. And I'm not trying to be negative. I just want everybody to get behind this team like they did the Saints in 2006. And I know we keep using that analogy, and, and but it's true. Yeah. This is, it, it's because it, we can relate to it, right, Scott? We can relate to it. Like, we, we've seen absolutely. it, and we know what it was like, and we remember that feeling of, dude, are you serious? Like, we, the Saints came back and won that game? They did, on the road? They did got a quarterback that actually could do a two-minute drill? I mean, we were seeing things that we just hadn't seen. And... I think that's the thing that I'm excited about as we move forward it is like like Lee called it and others so far today that were at the arena. It just felt different. You know, it, it, you can get that that vibe when the Warriors are in town. It, it's LeBron and the Lakers, you know, and you then you feel it. But you felt that same sort of energy 
yesterday, an hour and a half, two hours before tip-off, and when the game started, and I'm telling you, man, when when Ingram dunked, I, mean, we were, I was right in that corner heading this way, just, you know, step to the left, man, right there by the elbow, and boom, boom two steps later, win. I'm like, oh! <laughs> and I mean, the people that I was standing next to, they were like, oh! I mean, it was just, it, it was awesome. And then from that moment on, I mean, people that were kind of standing up, you know, milling around, having their, their first beverage and stuff. They, they sat down. They sat down and got to their seats and started, you know, watching the game. And that, that it's awesome right. to see that, man. You know, and it, it mirrors 2008 with Chris Paul. Yeah. And David Webb. You know, I went to all of those games. That was before I had reopened the restaurant. So I had plenty of time to go to all of the games. So. You know, I, it just that was an exciting time for this franchise, and unfortunately, we lost our owner and the team fell apart. But I mean, that's not going to happen this time, and and I'm really, really excited, man. I, yeah, I, I cannot wait till tomorrow night. Um, I'm still a little bit nervous. <laughs> what happened the last time we played yep. the Clippers? But can they actually come out and? And nailed three, eight straight threes. Yeah. <laughs> 12 or 15. You and I were texting that night. You were oh, like, yeah. is this serious? I'm like, there's no way they make another three. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You made eight straight. So eight straight. The point is that that's not going to happen again because they're going to have a defense for it. Because yeah. we know Willie Green will come up with a plan to see that that doesn't happen again. Yeah. Because those, they were making wide open shots that night. I mean, they just weren't on it defensively. And if this team can play defense like they're capable of playing, uh, like they did last night, mm-hmm. uh, I think they can go further into the playoffs than I think people are thinking. Um, I, I'm really excited. I mean, I I, I want to be playing Phoenix so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would say be careful what you ask man. for, but I'm with you as a basketball fan, you know, I'm good with watching. I, I I love that style of basketball. I love Monty Williams. Congrats to him for being coach of the year. Chris Paul yeah. is that old school, how you play it type point guard, dude. Booker is exciting. That's a fun team. And you know what? I said this this morning. I was on Scott Prather's show from ESPN Lafayette. And he's like, what can you really get out of, you know, getting into that first round series when it may be a sweep and you may not look at it? I said, what do you really get out of that? I said, is this. That's it. That's the top of the mountain. They're, they're the top team in the Western Conference right now. They played in the finals last year. They may have a chance to go to it this year, if not win the whole darn thing. You want to know what it takes? There it is. You know what I'm talking about, right, Scott? I'm sure like, you know, when you started out in your career and stuff like that, you want to go to the restaurant, see what the chef does. Like you want to feel it, see it, smell it, taste it. What's that like? What's that pressure like? And understand it. So you will know. You may think you work hard. You may think you've done it right. And then you walk into one of those places and you go, okay, so this is why it's a five-star. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I think it's important to do that. I think it's only smart. I mean, business owners go to their competitors, buy their products, dissect it, take it apart, use it, understand it, do marketing research on it, do those things. I don't think it's any different for teams. And I think if you're able to literally face that team see what that point guard is like see why Devin Booker's so darn good those in-game adjustments go through that in a four-game series and have four games of unreplicated basketball that you cannot replicate I think that is a right. massive growth process you know how you struggle how you how games are different in that first round home and on the road and, and why you could be playing perfect basketball a chance to steal and here comes CP or here comes Booker and hits a shot that Herb's contesting and knocks it down. You know what I mean? Like those are things you know. or vice versa. You make the, the, the play that, you know, puts them on their heels and, and you feel, Hey, how far are we? You don't know until you play them. So I, I'm down with it. I, I think this team can do it now. I happened to be at the last game when they played Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I was invited to sit on the floor and I watched Devin Booker. Mm. This guy mm-hmm. is a real deal. I mean, he is smooth. He does not miss. I, it was impressive to watch. But we've got that guy. We've got Brandon Ingram. 
he, he's got that smooth, beautiful jump shot. You know, I just think we can play with Phoenix if we get there. I mean, I realize we still have to get there. Sure. I just think we can play with Phoenix. And and don't forget about the uh, little um, point guard, Arenado. That's not Arenado. I'm thinking. Baseball. Alvarado. Alvarado. <laughs> Alvarado, mm-hmm. Arenado, that's my third baseman. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. But Alvarado was so impressive last night, too. He made some clutch shots, man. And, I mean, that kid has just been a fine hit, you know, and I just think it takes such a quality staff that we have right now to find those yep. kinds of players. No doubt, you know, man. I'm excited about it. I'm sure I'll be texting with you tomorrow night, bro. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know you got a busy weekend here. Easter weekend as well, man. Francesca's, the deli, yep. of course. Such a, I cannot wait to taste that pizza, by the way. And then, uh, of course, Mr. Katie's. Um, dude, looking forward to hanging out with you soon, man. Come on, man. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds luck, good. Pelly. Yep. Good luck, Pellies. Quick break. We come back. Marlon Fave right next on ESPN New Orleans. Is finally here. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa, we're ready with truckloads of fresh inventory arriving daily, plus fantastic deals like the all new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra or the fuel efficient class leading MPG with Camry and Corolla. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is also giving you top dollar for your trade. Go ahead and shop the inventory online now at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These outstanding deals won't last long. Nope, Greg's got the deals. Shop South Hollywood Road, Homa. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. At Big Fave 504, that's the area code, folks, around these parts. Marlon favorite. If the West Bank had an area code, what would it be? What three numbers would the, the West Bank area code be, Marlon? Hmm, that's a good one. If I would have picked a backup area code number, yeah. Why don't you think about it and get back to me? I know it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of an important one. I'm sure you can like come up with some reasons though behind it. So why don't you think about yeah, it? Yeah, it'll probably be like it'll probably be like twenty four. Uh, let's see, two four nine. Oh, like okay. the first three numbers of my address growing up, like two four. <laughs> All right, there you go. That sounds good. Um. First off, man, I know you love your NBA. You follow LeBron. We like to make fun of it when it comes to that there as well. But dude, did you did you watch last night? Did, did you see what it was like? It was it was big time. Uh, I mean, Le- Le- LeBron them guys, as you know, it, it's old for the King. But I, I will say this: I am excited about the energy surrounding the Pelicans right now. Good young team. You, you, you can't do nothing but love it. I mean, in, in the midst of waiting on football season to come in just for a while, this is the most attention we had around the Pels in a very long time. So I, I, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm, I, it's not like the, the Cowboys deal with me. You know, LeBron and them would be back. And, again, they just won a, a championship two years ago. So. 
Okay, I, I got you. It's an asterisk <laughs> in the bubble. But, I mean, <laughs> I'll throw this uh, your way here as well. I want to I want to do this because a lot of times the, the word respect is thrown out a lot, right? Uh, earning respect, disrespect, things of that nature. A lot's being made of Baker Mayfield yesterday on a podcast. Talk about the Cleveland Browns. This is what he had to say, Marlon. Give a listen. I want your comments. Yeah, the respect thing is like it, it's all it's all going to be like a personal opinion. Yeah, like, and I don't. I no, I, I feel disrespected, hundred percent. Because I was told one thing and they completed another. That's what I'm in the middle of right now. And you know what? Okay, I got I got my taste of it because I've had four different head coaches in four years, a bunch of different coordinators. I've had talk about the highs. They always come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they always come back. <laughs> always yeah. Come back. But like, I mean, I had great times my rookie year. Like, I didn't I didn't start in the beginning. I came in and got to have fun the back half of the year. 2019 sucked. 2020 was great. Made the playoffs. 2021 was miserable. It's like, yeah, I'm just looking for stabilization right now. You know, you hear him say that, dude, and I've been surprised by the way the national media has kind of looked at this, saying that he needs to grow up and do those certain things. How do you view his time in Cleveland and how people are reacting to what's happened in Cleveland? I honestly think uh, most fan bases have short-term memory. Baker Mayfield, he's not Josh Allen, he's not uh, Drew Brees, he's not Deshaun Watson, he's not even Jameis, but he is a professional starting NFL quarterback. He has taken a team who has been on a forever drought and brought him to the playoffs at, at quarterback. He made a good point in this interview, Gus, he has four different head coaches. I know somebody else who had multiple head coaches as well. He's a starting quarterback for the Saints right now, so... That does play a role because when coaches come in, you get a different – each coach has a different philosophy, a different system. So when you look at the position of quarterback, you don't really want that guy to be bouncing around a different lead. Case in point, we have a quarterback here that we're training, right, um, in the New Orleans area. Um, goes to Dillisell, projected starter for Dillisell, uh, Mark Dick, right? I'll go ahead and tell say Mark's name. Mm-hmm. Mark has worked with about four or five different quarterback coaches throughout the year. Just recently, we got him with Ryan Perry, and it's a difference. Not nothing against his other coaches. I thought Coach Sean did a good job with him. I thought Coach Emo. Um, Ryan is a bit different for him. He just needed a fresh start because he had so many different philosophies. And I think that's what happened with Baker Mayfield. He's a Heisman Trophy candidate. He's a first-round draft quarterback. Is he as good as Sam Bradford and has, excuse me, as Matthew Stafford has that type of mm-hmm. ability that OBJ was looking for, that Eli Manning type leadership? No, he's looking for some receivers to grow with. So that's why that relationship didn't work out. But I think Baker's solid. Yeah, and I think one of the other things, Marlon, that's interesting to me is uh, what, what I find remarkable is the amount of people that sort of feel like Cleveland should be, you know, Almost carrying themselves like they—they're. I mean, they're Super Bowl content. I mean, what are you talking about? The, the guy just said the lone playoff season had been in. I mean, how many busts and, and and bad moves have they made? And just because they had talent on the field, and, and they were supposed to take said step, supposed to be a contender. Man, I've seen Kansas City with that guy at quarterback not win. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's nuts how everyone just kind of put the Browns above a bunch of other teams, man, that have been winning. They were supposed to be there. They're blaming that guy. And I'm like, oh, you had some bum head coaches at the start of his career that were just terrible, you know? So I, I, I guess, Marlon, what, what I'm trying to get to is winning's not easy, winning the championship. I think a lot we've gotten to this point where it, whether it's a sports show, a TV show nationally or whatever, and they're like, you're supposed to win or, you know, if they don't do this, you're supposed to do it. There's a lot of elements that go down to winning, man. It's a lot of elements. It's, it's not only talent, it's coaching. It's not only coaching, it's medical staff. It's not even medical staff, it's the media around it, the energy around it. For Michael Barnett to the world, for LSU, like all of that plays a role. Supporting staff, something I think was a major role on our 2017 and even the years before and after I was at LSU was Pastor Ellis and, 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 and uh, Brother Floyd being able to do chapel and Bible study on Wednesdays. Like all of that stuff matters. 
you you put all of that together in a, in a pot of gumbo, and it's a recipe for success. Chemistry up there as well. Gus, we talk about this all the time on Sports Hangover, how important chemistry is. So the chemistry wasn't right in Cleveland, so they, they were trash. When I got on this New Orleans Saints football team in 2009, the chemistry was unmatched. I mean, you had guys cracking jokes. Coaches trusted the players, vice versa. You had more energy like that going on as opposed to now. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> rebuilding for the Saints. You know, they're, they're, they lost Coach Payton, trying to find a quarterback, they're fighting for an identity, and I think defensively they have one. But, you know, that 2009 year, the chemistry was just there. A tons of examples. You know, think about that. Think about this example, Gus. This is probably one of your favorite examples. Think of that Lakers basketball team during the pandemic. 2020, mm-hmm. look how those guys were able to come together, Gus, and win a championship led by LeBron James. You remember that, right? Uh, that's all the time we have for Marlon. Ah, I still see we got four <laughs> minutes left on that. But along the lines of what you're talking about, though, and maybe it's why I brought it up on Monday, that I don't think is coincidence. You're seeing Brian Kelly bring in a lot of LSU former players. You have spoken about in the past that that was something that you thought Coach Ogeron did that was better than perhaps less. And bringing in those names, bringing in those players to not only show the success, it's easy to go, oh, look, there's Patrick Queen, you know, Baltimore Raven. Oh, look, there's, you know, Tyron Matthew. Okay, look, here's, you know, another LSU player that's playing and starting and all that. But also the stories and, and how maybe it wasn't all great. You know, all the time, whether it's Quan A, look, I got injured. I tore my, you know, Achilles or, you know, you're looking at, at different players that have done those things and how you got in there. But I think it, it goes to what you're saying too, to it, it, it is support staff, right? Because the more those players come around, maybe you can get, re- you can reach out to them. You, you can, you can ask them about different things. You can, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm maybe looking at this point where, they're going to be drafted or undrafted rookie for agents. You can maybe pick up that phone and be like, hey, man, what team you think fits me best? I mean, that, those are things, Marlon, that I think is invaluable. It's invaluable. It's being able to have guys, like you mentioned, Tyron come in and speak from the heart and give experience. We forget sometimes being college football fans that these guys are still amateurs. These guys are still trying to make a career of themselves. So, when a Rohan Davies for me or a um, Jarvis Green or a Howard Green or a Marquise Hill, those guys would come back and it was not only, like, of course, Jarvis and, and, uh, and Howard, they were, they were notorious for helping us do training, um, just little tidbits. But, you know, just that wisdom as well, having those guys around and seeing professionals um, that went to LSU just like you, walk through the halls, had to go through the same process, and now they've made it to your ultimate dream, to the NFL. Like, Gus, my, my idea of the NFL as a college football player was just this kid in a candy store. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be in the NFL. I'm going. It's, it's, a, it's an allure. It's a, it's a big-time feeling. And, you know, you, you're a freshman safety. You're, you're Sage Ryan at LSU. And Tyron Matthew just walked in there casually, and he's spending a day with you. That goes far, Gus. It just does. Yeah, no doubt when you look at it. And obviously, I think that's one of the things that Brian Kelly is trying to do. And, you know, a lot of that culture as well as accountability. Look, I've been referencing a lot the last couple of days that C.J. McCollum has the makings of, man, what I'm already calling Breeze 2.0. Not only what he brought on the field, Drew, but off the field. And the attitude change right and I almost feel like Brian Kelly is trying to do that as well you know kind of be that adult in the room again professionalism how you carry yourself the the, the right swagger right where it's confidence it's okay to be confident be confident you're showing up and winning but that confidence comes as Drew says in preparation that confidence comes in doing what you're supposed to do trusting and loving and believing in your teammate being there for your teammate but doing your job and doing those things and bringing that like i love listening to cj mccullum say that because i i heard it for years with number nine and, and i don't think it's coincidence to hear brian kelly say that when he had that press conference at the start of spring ball and they go look it's it's not easy for everybody right now and, and there's a lot of people that don't like this but you're going to be held accountable from something as simple as you have to swipe on an app and tell me you've done this. And it seems simple, but it's, you know, can can I hold you accountable for that? If you can't do that, how can I trust you're going to do what you're supposed to do for this team and on a play? That's real, Gus. 
and, and I honestly think that's as real as it gets because those simple directions, those little following points, show what type of follow-through you have to those coaches. It's, it's all part of that rapport building, especially you have a guy that's a new coach, new to the area, new to the team, and he has a huge responsibility. I mean, it's the 10-year contract, and he has a little time, but you come down here and you're going against these juggernauts in the SEC. He can't take that lightly. So not only do he have to open up his horizons as a coach and open up to the culture and how to communicate and, and, and make it effective, but he has to show a high level of discipline as well. What you doing for Easter, man? What are you cooking? Ooh, for Easter? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to go get my ham today to get it on the grill. Start smoking it, Ooh, you know? Gosh. What you doing? I'm, I'm, for Easter, I'm really feeling like some barbecue chicken wings. I'm okay. Gonna barbecue chicken wings. And I know I know, little Marlon might want burgers. So we might do, <laughs> I keep it simple. Is it a big family gathering, man, on Easter? My, my homeboy has a... My good friend Frank over at the Shaolin, they have an Easter egg hunt on Saturday, on Sunday, excuse me. So we're going to bring it as we do like, you know, supper, supper at the house or brunch at the house. We're going to wear the kids out, especially the Titan. We got to get him tired. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a true parent, my friend. Believe me, by 7, 730, I'm like, let's go. Let's get in bed, son. Let's, let's get going. Daddy needs that glass of Pinot. I need to relax. I need to actually say hi to my wife. <laughs> be nice. But believe me, man, I'm, I'm telling you, that's why my parents don't get. They're like, oh, he's been up 9, 10 o'clock. I'm like, why? Don't you want an evening as well? I'm like, no. That's why we trained him to do that. I'm looking at the clock now, sir. It's 2.30. I know five hours from now he'll be snoozing. That makes me happy. Anyway, Marlon, happy Easter to you, sir. It's always a pleasure. We'll talk again on Monday. Happy Easter, my brother. All right, when we come back, let's go to the Pelicans locker room, huh? Let's play some bites that I thought were real important. Plus, the phone lines are open the rest of the way here as well. Love to hear from you on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Dealing with ED is difficult enough, but the pressure of not satisfying your partner makes it even worse. ED can be tough on a relationship, but at HIMSS, you can contact a medical provider online and, if appropriate, get the prescription medication that treats ED at affordable prices. HIMSS ED medication has the same active ingredients as Viagra, but because it's generic, you pay 90% less. That's right, 90% less. A whole month's supply is just $30, and it's sent right to your home for free in discreet packaging. Hims offers the same medication you'd get from your doctor, but without the copay, expensive appointments, or awkward face-to-face conversations. And with Hims, every online visit is free, and your relationship right back on track. For a free online consultation, go to forhims.com slash joy. That's forhims.com slash joy for your free visit. F O R H I M S dot com slash J O Y. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wuss. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. You know the beauty of uh, Easter weekend is being with your family, and Ken is welcoming you into the conversation. The beauty also is that the kid got off early in school, and he just told me apparently I missed it during the break. He's on the potty, and he needs me. So, Ken... Let's, let's make this quick. How are you, Cam? What's going on? Yes, uh, I guess congratulate the Pels on telling mm-hmm. their business tonight. Um, I think, well, what do you think you're going to do with Devontae Graham next year? Because, man, the guy came in, initially he was playing good ball. Yeah. But he is shrinking by the day. 
almost it, it's it's tough to watch, isn't it? Um, at the same time, yeah. you know, the word professionalism, I think, can be applied mm-hmm. on multiple fronts here. A, that's got to be hard, right? Willie Green's already had to have that chat with him. Come off the bench for me. And then, I mean, your eyes tell you, your eyes tell you that Jose Alvarado's the better guard right now, or he's playing better, right? You can at least say, I think he's being more productive on the floor in his minutes. And then you have to add the other level of professionalism (laughs) to him to see that and accept that because the professionalism then applies to Willie Green. You have to do what's best for the team. And what's best for the team is what he did last night. Jose Alvarado's the only guy knocking down threes. Jose Alvarado was causing steals. Jose Alvarado gets a steal and then lays it or or leaves it for CJ McCollum who knocks down a three. Jose Alvarado's got the crowd going. Instead of looking at that, you know, that index card or looking at the clock and going, you know, he, he's hit his minutes or it's time to bring. He, he coached the game he saw last night. And, and I give him credit for that, that because cool. literally in, in games before that, Schmidt, Dua, and others that cover the Pels, um, they were critical. They're like, why has Jose Alvarado only played four minutes in this game? Like he, he played in one of the last three games. Um, he only played like four minutes. So I don't know if he was, if, if Willie was trying to get Devontae going before the playoffs so he felt comfortable to do it but when he didn't I think he trusted what he saw and and your eyes see that Jose Alvarado needs to be on the court I mean that might not be different next year all I know is right now that guy is locked in his teammates are responding Mm -hmm. to him and he's playing well so again the word professionalism professionalism to Willie for understanding that professionalism to Devontae for not being a bad teammate that's tough, man. You don't think that guy wanted to be out there last night in front of 17,000? Um, you know, yeah. but, but he was in there early off. in the game, yeah, but, dude. He was early in the game, Ken, and yeah. there was a left wing three wide open, rimmed in and out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it stinks. Well, and at the end of the, was that at the end of the second quarter, uh, shot clock going down, he didn't even get the shot off. I mean, it's like, he's like he's spaced out in another world. Right. He really is. You know, so obviously we need to find, uh, you know, I'm loving, uh, my man Jones, but we need to find a scoring, a scoring guard. I right. mean, you can't have, you gotta have a scoring guard coming off the bench uh, well, capable of scoring, scoring 15 to 20 points. No, you, you have to. Time. I mean, look, you're gonna see it tomorrow yeah, night. You know. You're gonna see it tomorrow night. You're gonna see it in the, in the game before and Trey Young, uh, you know, point, you, you better have a point guard that can facilitate and score. I mean, if you want to go yeah, to that next I, level, if you want to go to that level. Yeah, that's why I look at the game and, damn, we in trouble. If we thank off Elrado for him, because if he was not playing at the level he's playing, we wouldn't have anybody at the guard position coming off the bench. Um, he was the only one making threes last night. Well, he's the only one playing at any level of, of, okay. uh, of acceptance, you know. So... We gotta, we gotta go to free agent. We gotta, no doubt, if we can get Ivy and Adrea, hopefully, we can get lucky and get the, get a lottery pick, and we can pick him up because we need a, a, a serious guard to come in here and uh, give us some help. Well, and that's the thing, Ken. And you've heard earlier today people talk about it about, you know, it could be different options that you use with that that high draft pick. You know, believe me, I, I'm gonna find out when the lottery is here in a quick sec, and then. You know, that mm-hmm. night, pray for the ping pong balls, buddy. <laughs> get them as high as you yeah, can. Right. You know, the higher we you get, that, you get in the top three. Lot, oh, somebody going to want that pick. Somebody going to want it. Or unless you yeah, see somebody that, that can come uh, in and help you. But that We need seems... that line, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> but whatever <laughs> it is, man. Line, hey, man, what was the one moment before I let you go that stood out to you in the game last night? Uh, I... I think one of the shining moments when when Albert, uh, when my man made the steal and pushed it up the court and uh, CJ hit the three. I got it for you right here. Hold on. Kick it right corner. Vassell yeah. shot fake on Alvarado. Didn't pull the trigger. Shot clock in one. Alvarado with a steal. Three on two break. Jose will back it out now. Leave it for CJ. Right wing three. Get in there. Yes, sir. Christian James McCollum. 
Welcome to the play-in. Dude, the crowd. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was a crowd please. No, man, I'm telling please. you, it's just, it's crazy. First off, they're playing solid defense. The shot clock's trickling down. Yeah. Then Alvarado gets the steal. And then, you know, again, like, again, he's probably sitting going, this is my moment. This is my moment. No. He backed it out. He goes, it's your moment. You're the guy. CJ, three, knocks it down. I just, the guy just makes solid basketball decisions, man. You know, me, that'd be me with my four minutes a game. It happened to me back in the day, eighth grade, St. Rosalie. Um, I finally got in on the game. And, you know, that happened. It was like a, you know, a rebound. I'm like out by, by, you know, the three point arc. And I, you know, the second the shot goes out, I, I do the, I start running the other way. Chucky Parquette gets That's the rebound, throws it all the way on the other end. And I'm <laughs> wide open, my friend. I am a hundred miles an hour. Chucky's right behind me. They're like, give it up. I'm like, uh, uh, mind you, he went uh-uh. to North Carolina <laughs> to play on scholarship, not Gus Kattengill. And I, I was not going to not have my moment. And I blew the right hand layup. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I still remember it. I That's still awesome. remember it. Eighth grade basketball. So yeah, I mean, those kind of things you'll never forget. You'll <laughs> no. never forget. You'll be 85 no. years old, selling to your great grandchildren. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah, I but I did hit key left wing threes when my intramural team at Southern Miss won back to back basketball oh, championships. Oh, oh. So I did. I, I did grow into the game, and I was able to help my team win. Uh, and we played at a cavernous Reed Green Coliseum at about 3.30 on a, on a Friday to win the Intermural Basketball yeah. Championships. So there we go. <laughs> well, I looks like it's going to be free agency in, in the draft. Indeed. Yeah. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate the phone call, bud. Find a goal. All right, take it easy. All right, man. Uh, buddy, hit the break real quick early, sir, because I'm staring at a naked five-year-old. I got to go take care of him, and when I come back, We'll hear from a couple of Pels players and coaches, of course, from after the games. The Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. My big brother and I believe that seniors who are about to graduate are a very special group with a very special future. If you have a senior at home, I bet you feel just like we do. If you want to do something really special for graduation this year, come to Ramsey's. We've got a plan. A Louisiana state of mind is the pendant to have. Because there's no place like home. It's a solid silver Louisiana with a diamond New Orleans. Just $129. And we have them in gold with a bigger diamond and a fleur-de-lis. We also have the incredibly famous Circle of Love diamond pendant. Time is measured in minutes. But life is measured in moments. $149, $229, and $499. Or you can go big. How big? Big diamond solitaire studs. Big. She'll be wearing those diamond studs with pride for the rest of her life. The largest diamond store in Louisiana is Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers on veterans between Bonneville and West End and Metairie. How do you make the most of your mo? Tony and Melissa do it on a John Deere Z-Track mower so they can get as much done as possible. I jump out of the house, a cup of coffee, and I'm at work. It's just really fast. There are millions of ways to make the most of your mo. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. Run with us. Visit Home Attractor today next to the tunnel. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 1,400 student athletes annually, along with CPR and AED certification to over 500 area coaches at both the schools and the recreation departments. We are proud to be your trusted resource in keeping our community safe. Visit TGHealthSystem.com. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. 
When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Smoke him, her. Smoke him while you got him. Two-hand flush. Pell's up 12. Game blouses. Go Pelicans. There we go. And we took a bunch of bribing, including a toy. After we get out of here and go hit the store, that is my son. He's pumped up. I'm pumped up here as well. Let's go to the Pelicans locker room and hear what some of the guys had to say following the game yesterday. Again, I thought some things that... Uh, it just it maybe means a little bit more if you're a a Pels fan, a New Orleanian, about connecting and understanding the importance of having the crowd and fans kind of starting to mesh with this team here, one way, shape, or form. Here's CJ McCullough. Uh, he talked a lot about coming here and building something special. This building for a lot of us that covered this hasn't been like this since that playoff series. Since you guys swept us. Yeah. Yeah. But can this be maybe a big building block? I guess a small building block. For the younger guys, this will be possible with the fans. This is the start of something special for sure. You can see the energy, feel the energy. You know, I got my mother's in town. I've had some family come in town, and um, when they go out to eat and things of that nature, you can kind of feel. You know, the city is starting to be excited about basketball as they should. There's a lot of talent here. We're hungry. We're playing the game the right way, and there's going to be a lot of winning in our future. So I think this is indicative of the type of support we'll have going forward. I'm happy about. It. I'm excited, and um, I think. And obviously, we gotta go try to take care of business in LA. But once we get back here, um, I look forward to seeing more sellouts. I'm sure the fans do, and we'll reward them with you know a high level of play, high level of energy, and we'll leave it all out there on the court. And um, I have seen it like this. It was like this when Drew and, and AD were here. So hopefully, you know, we get back to that here. There you go, man. I keep calling the guy Breeze 2.0. He understands. It, he gets it. He brings that level of professionalism, uh, that adult that I think this organization needs. To be honest with you. Um, to the phone lines we go. 800-998-1003. Shane from the Best Bank over in Gretna, man. How are you? Hello, sir. Hello? Hey, what's up, buddy? Hello? Yeah, yeah is, that me? is that me? Yeah, it's you. Oh, okay. okay. I got anything terrible. I didn't know if we were on or not. Man, <laughs> you read my mind. I was about to say, you, you got to have Carver on co-hosting tomorrow. I hear um, you. <laughs> I, I want to. Are you going to be live tomorrow or are you doing a two-lane game? No, no show tomorrow, sir. It is uh, an observance of Good Friday, so no show tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So it's going to be network or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, network. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know if you were doing a two-lane game or not. Well, I'm glad I'm calling in. I really want to commend, like, the real fans from, like, day one. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Ken from the East, West Bank Rick, uh, Jimmy from Gretna. Uh, who, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I, I think you ought to be actually running the Pelicans organization. Dude, I was going to say, uh, J- Jimmy must be on cloud nine right now. I can't believe we haven't heard from Jimmy. My man, my man makes sure that we get cheap tickets. He makes sure that, 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 that we're paying attention. He's, he's number one Pelicans fan. And, uh, last night, and the thing, all you guys, you're professional, you, Gus, uh, uh, Jim, uh, but the whole Pelicans too, but y'all fans also. And the last three years, that that had to been worse. That had yeah. been worse. And and I, I feel I, I feel glad for you all. And that show you did a couple of days ago with Jim, that that was awesome. That was really awesome. And listening to the show last night, uh, I don't have a TV. I tried to catch it at the at the gym without the sound. Sure. And just like the call of the game, like hearing the crowd, and even in the middle of first quarter, it's like man, it's like it, you know, it's it's. It, Crowd's doing a great job, yeah. And I'm just, just that. And I know I noticed on Jim TV when I'm looking up at the end of the game, 
Uh, now, who, who hates to lose but worse than Popovich? I can't name a person. Yeah, He spent quite a bit of time talking to Willie after the game. Yeah, a ton. Quite a bit. And, and after the game, too, it, Shane, he gave a lot of credit to Popovich, I mean, know, to, to Willie Green as well, saying that his team was prepared and that the Pels were the team where he felt the moment wasn't bigger, you know. Because, uh, you know, for the past 20-something years, San Antonio being in the playoffs, but that's like an expectation. So, you, you know, Popovich wasn't in a good mood last night, but no. still – I want to play this. I want a long handshake. I want to play this for you, Shane, since you're calling about this here. Uh, Well, they've never quit all year long, and tonight was another example. We played poorly for three quarters, and uh, you know, the the three uh, best players for uh, New Orleans all played great. Uh, If that happens, uh, you're going to lose if you don't match that. So, uh, for three quarters, I think they outplayed us. They were more physical. They executed better. They deserve credit. Uh, Willie and his guys did a great job. Uh, happy for him. And uh, we stayed in it, got back in it, but then we made the same mistakes again that we did in the first three quarters as far as uh, non-physical defense. It's the playoffs. Uh, you got to be into people, uh, the physicality and the grunt is really important, and we didn't have it for three quarters. Got back into it like we always do, but then we made some of those same mistakes. And Ingram scored two two in a row right in the middle of the lane uh, with nobody even touching him, basically, to get there. So uh, great lessons for our guys. Uh, I don't know if it's you know the enormity of the situation, the playoff kind of atmosphere or whatever, but for the first three quarters, we reverted back to the way we were three months ago. And again, that's incredible to hear Popovich say that the Pels were the ones that handled that the most. Thank you, Shane, for the phone call, man. I want you to hear that, bud. Yeah, thank you, Gus. Yeah, coming from Pop, that's some strong compliments, man. It is, and, uh, man, for sure, man. Hoping, hoping for a victory Monday uh, 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 after the game and everything. And just <laughs> that stretch to where they didn't score for six minutes. Oh. The defense kept them in the game. The they did. You're absolutely game. right. They and the crowd, the crowd, Shane, chanting defense points. and realizing the importance of it. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate it. I want to get to West Bank Rick before we get out of here. Uh, West Bank Rick, we literally have about 35, 40 seconds. Go. Hey, I just want to thank the people to recognize the long-term fandom that I have for my Pelicans. I've always been there for them, even when they've been down. So it's been good to hear it, and it's great to hear the announcements, the announcers have excitement too just just as much as the fan does because who wants to uh announce a bad game thanks for taking my call <laughs> thank you let's make rick uh that is true man it, it oh the, the the games were, were so much and you just saw so many guys really make plays last night and again here's the final highlight 10 point lead shot clock at seven ingram bounce for you to drives in kick it to her don't get in her jones smoke him her smoke him while you got him Two-hand flush, Pell's up 12. Game blouses. <laughs> J.D., John DeShazer, man. Uh, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock on TNT. That's how you can watch it. Do me a favor. Just go ahead and go to the Pelicans app. Like, type in Pelicans. Right on the very top, it says, listen, tap it. And you can hear Ty Graffanini and John DeShazer on the call if you're watching it on TV, pause it on your DVR for like four seconds. You can sync it with Todd. And I, I'm telling you, you'll love it. You'll, you'll live and die by the possession. I'm just warning you now, though, if you've never listened to Todd call a game, you're going to live and die by the possession in the first quarter. So you're going to enjoy it. Thank you, buddy. Thank you to all the wonderful calls today. Have a great Easter weekend. And we will be off tomorrow for Good Friday. Matt Moscone and after further review is up next on ESPN New Orleans. Go Pels! The NBA playoffs mean next level basketball. Get ready for all of